Pretty Mental is about accepting our full selves and inspiring others to do the same by being daringly unfiltered. This means completely normalizing all things mental health and the wild journey that has brought us here. We are challenging the stigmatization of normal human suffering, and we are done pretending and subscribing to the notion that it is taboo to have challenging mental health experiences. Welcome to the Pretty Mental Health Club, and enjoy the show. Hey, Valentina. Hey, Paula. And hello, everybody. And welcome to another episode of Pretty Mental. For today's conversation, we have the incredible opportunity to sit with Guni Sodi, the creator of Uveda, which is an Ayurveda company that makes Ayurveda healing practices accessible to the normal everyday person. It's a really beautiful company that he created from a truly, truly heartfelt place, his own personal challenges with mental health that you guys will hear in this podcast. It's such an inspiring story. And it led him to turning the Ayurveda practices that had been in his family for generations into a company that makes it accessible for all of us. So it's a really important conversation when it comes to mental health, because we believe that Ayurveda can teach us so much about really looking at ourselves from a holistic perspective, really understanding that we are all uniquely individual and what our bodies and our minds need is going to be different from person to person which is quite varied for the typical Western model that we have all been living in for so long, which says that it's a one size fits all just treatment of the symptoms. It doesn't look at the whole context of our lives and who we are as a whole to really help us heal. It's just symptom management. So we wanted to bring Guni on to introduce this conversation of Eastern practices into the pretty mental dialogue. Guni even gave our Pretty Mental family a promo code that he drops at the very end of our conversation. So make sure to note that down. If you go to uveda.com, you guys will find supplements for mood, for healthy digestion, for healthy joints, healthy body, healthy immunity. The list goes on. And they've done all of the research for us to help us really use the power of herbs to amplify our body's natural healing capacity. So we're super excited for this. Thank you so much, Guni and the Uveda team. We're so excited for this conversation. And with that pretty mental family, take in a deep breath with us. And tune in. We would love to give a shout out to our first sponsor, Awaken Village Press, an indie publishing house here to awaken the planet one book at a time. Awaken Village believes that everyone has a story to share and they work with brand new authors to help birth their books out into the world from the idea stage to the publishing stage. Awaken Village Press guides you from beginning to end. 
and they actually have a five-month container opening up on August 7th where they will be walking a group of brand new authors and writing their next book. So all you have to do is show up and they will guide you the rest of the way. And they have an amazing special for our Pretty Mental family. If you guys email in the subject line, put Pretty Mental and email hello at awakenvillage.com. That's H-E-L-L-O at a-W-A-K-E-N-V-I-L-L-A-G-E dot com. They will give you guys $100 off your participation. So if you have ever wanted to write a book, this is the time. Jump in and then let us know because we want to read it. Our words are our medicine to ourselves and to others. We'll put all the info in the show notes if you guys are interested. Before we jump into the episode, we want to highlight our sponsor, Conscious Conversion, recently known as Resonate with Sarah. Conscious Conversion is a holistic multimedia marketing agency for thought leaders of the new paradigm. We love them because their main mode of operating, which also filters out the clients they bring on, is making sure that the message is in alignment with your mission in the world and that your mission in this world is in alignment with where the plan is heading right now, that your mission is here to help awaken the planet and move evolution forward. Whatever your offering is, they use Google, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram ads to cut through the clutter of the internet and amplify your message on a massive scale. They also offer organic social media, copywriting, and so much more. We'll link their website in the show notes if you guys are interested in more information. We highly suggest you check them out if your ears perk up when you hear this. And now back to our episode. It is July 14th, 2021. We open up this space calling in our higher selves, our ancestors, our guides, our angels, all of the energies that walk with us. We're opening up this space for whatever messages want to come through, for the highest healing of ourselves, our community, everyone they come in contact with, and for the highest healing of the planet. We open up the space with love, with joy, with honesty, with vulnerability. We bring our full selves to the table. The portal is now open. Goonie, <laughs> welcome to Pretty Mental. Nice. That was a very common serene, and then all of a sudden you got to wake up out of that, right? Like I, I was in, I was in Shavasana right there. So that's awesome. Well, thank you so much, guys. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. We're super excited to have you join us, and you know, bring in your wisdom. You've been in this wellness world your whole life. Yes, I have. So my story or journey, I guess, starts out pretty interesting. Um, and I always like to use the Steve Jobs quote, is you cannot connect the dots looking forward. You can only do it looking backwards. And let me explain that a little further. From a very young age, my dad, you know, he moved here in the United States pretty early, was an Ayurvedic practitioner in India. But an Ayurvedic practitioner here, they can't license, they're not licensed to practice. So he understood that. And he understood that he needed to, coupled with his Ayurvedic background, he still believed in the natural, you know, Ayurveda is a 5,000-year-old system of, of, of medicine, system of science. I literally, Ayurveda means 
this the knowledge of life you know so it's 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 like it's this 5000 year old science it's beautiful it's a methodology and what i say and i joke with people is like i'm like if it's 5000 year old and you know it, it was phony or bogus somebody would have called out something i mean it's 5000 years right <laughs> so if it's been passed down for so many generations and there's there's text that supports that there's it's it's interesting it's like it is so powerful, and I think we're just now beginning to understand and appreciate it. So he understood that, and he came here, and he got his naturopathic license. So he's an ND doctor, a pra officially practicing as an ND doctor because they're licensed in the state of Washington, but with a Ayurvedic background. So he mixes two, mixes best of both worlds. He has his medical training, which, of course, Ayurveda provides, but then he also has a perspective of, hey, everybody's a unique individual, as Ayurveda says, and he does do the traditional, you know, the tongue analysis the the pulse diagnosis he assesses you as an individual he'll actually spend one hour with you to fully learn He's, you know and then he also mixes it with, with with the modern technology he'll he'll ask for your blood samples he'll he'll take other things he'll 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 ask you what you've been on what prescription medications and, and what else so from a very young age you know i was exposed to that like three four years old and we were eating organic i didn't know it yet um i was taking lunch to school and i was the only one whereas everybody else was kind of standing in line getting pizzas at their traditional kind of thing and and i'll be honest sometimes i wanted to try the pizzas and i would and, and i'd throw my food away and god bless you mom <laughs> I, I i i i i you would make it every day but come on even you knew i would do that so there, there's no hide in that but it and I didn't realize, and I was exposed to meditation, you know, sitting cross-legged. I was exposed to yoga. I was exposed to uh, the laws of the universe. And, and I would go in and attend these lectures that my dad was invited to um, with, with like, uh, uh, Yogi Desai and other famous yogas. And, and I think even my father had the opportunity to go and with uh, – Gosh, I, don't, I can't remember who it was now. I think one of the big gurus that's in California, he was able to kind of go there. And I was just sitting there like I was it was always interested, but it didn't resonate. And when it did resonate, my life had changed before me. And let me kind of share that with you. In 2006, I was in college and my younger brother was also in he wasn't in college yet, sorry. So he was a sophomore in high school and he was taking this thing called fast track where you can kind of, you know, accelerate your journey. So basically junior and senior year, you don't have to go to high school. You can step right into college. He was a bright guy. He was pretty smart. And me and him are having a normal conversation just like any, you know, older brother, younger brother does. Hey, what are you doing this weekend? What are we getting into? Cool. Are you coming over? Make sure you tell mom and dad the truth this time. I don't, I don't want to take those calls and they're looking for you so you know he's 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 gonna spend the night and we're just gonna hang out usually means uh go out he's gonna he's gonna get an opportunity to drink and he's a little younger but we'll be you know doing it at, at the place so that, that that's that's what was going on back then you know i mean and but we were we still had that knowledge but it wasn't full circle until then so that conversation happened about 2 40 in the afternoon at 2.50 in the afternoon, I get a call from his best friend. And his best friend is frantically just breathing on the phone. He just keeps saying my brother's name. My brother's name is Rishi. Keeps saying it, saying it, saying it. And he's like, Rishi's been in an accident. Rishi's been in an accident. And, Rishi's, and I can't get him to stop. And I'm like, hey, hey, hold on, hold on. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? And he goes, he's been in an accident. And then I'm like, where? What happened? What's going on? Just all the questions. And then right then and there, my body went into fight or flight. 
I mean, it's a normal emotional response, right? I mean, there's, there's, my threat is emotional threat. It's not like I'm being attacked physically. It's that emotional threat. From that moment on, you know, I, I, I hung up with him because I wasn't getting any answers. I tried to call his cell phone and went straight to voicemail. And at that point, I intuitively got this sinking feeling in my head um, and sorry, in my, in, my, in my stomach. And I just knew that something horrible had happened. I, I don't know how I knew that. I look back at it now and like I kind of knew that it wasn't going to be good. I didn't think that what was to happen would follow. I just knew it wasn't good. I knew that life would be different after that moment. I had an idea of where he was because my friend had told me over that. And that's it. I mean, literally, he told me his name and where he was. And that's all he could say. And I just knew that it was. So we went to the we went to the scene. And I didn't drive because one of my coworkers saw me. And I was shaking. And so she took me there. And on the way there, guys, we turned on the radio. We never turn on the radio. Never, ever listen to am radio just for some reason it was on that day and the dial when it was on and the place the exact place we were going they said that there had been a fatal accident involving three cars that was about 10 minutes till we got to that place but i looked over at my coworker, and i literally said i was like oh my god kimmy that's my brother and she goes, don't say that. How do you know? There's three cars. I'm like, I, I just know. Like, it, it's it's not going to be good. When we got there, the scene was fully roped off. I mean, the firefighters were there. I think it was they they had already taken his body. What had ended up happening was, um, he had he had swerved. I think they were going a little fast. Him and his friend were speeding. They had swerved. He had gotten out of the lane. He had hit oncoming traffic. The oncoming traffic, I think, caused a collision, and the car caught on fire and he was pronounced dead on the scene i went to the hospital i mean there was really i mean the firefighters had they were you know they did as much of a job as they could to be very compassionate to us and they knew that i was his brother and said hey look there's nothing to see here please go to the hospital got to the hospital my mom and dad were already there my mom was just my mom was just i mean just she was in a room just exhaling and and they had to give her um, anti-anxiety medication like diazepam and stuff like that just to calm her down just literally calm her down and so from that moment on guys it's like the rug has been lifted under you and your life has changed um, from that to we're at his funeral I'm pushing in the Hindu tradition I'm pushing the button to cremate him it's, it's been two days since we had a conversation um, and then we're going to a trip in India to kind of do it. I had to drop out of my classes. And here's where the story that I was telling you earlier connects. Six months later, when I actually want to move on, because of what I didn't allow my body to do, for example, I, I was told, be strong. And it was right intention, but I interpreted that to mean hold the emotions in. And Paula, you'll probably appreciate this. Hold the emotions in, be strong, be stiff. I was like, no, I cannot cry in front of others. I cannot do this. I cannot do that. And I'll tell you guys right now, especially the listeners listening, if you are in a situation where you're grieving, sad, or anything, that is the worst thing you can do to yourself. It is a natural human emotional response to cry. In fact, that is how your body is releasing the grief especially at that early on. Now, if it becomes to the point where it's constant, yes, then there's different protocols that we need to put in. But at point, if I, I did not allow myself to grieve, 
I, I pushed all the emotions in. I didn't know what to do. And because of that, there was trapped energy that six months later manifested as just horrible anxiety, depression. I had, I mean, I, I couldn't function. Like, you know, the worst thing, suicidal thoughts, all that stuff. And it was, it was a very deep stage of PTSD. And what ended up happening was my dad being the intuitive person he was, he was watching this and he was kind of making sure I was okay. But it wasn't until I went to him that he told me what to do. And, and I was kind of like, why did you just, why didn't you come to me earlier? And he goes, because if I came to you instead of you coming to me, I knew you weren't ready to really listen to what I had to say. But when you came to me, I know you want to change and I know you know, that we're going to, we're going to be able to do it. So it was his way of saying, look, I know I'm watching you. Don't worry. I got you, but you got to come to me and be like, okay, I, I want to change. And my dad and mom, they had their own way of grieving. I, they cried and they were with family. You know, it, it, it's interesting, but I didn't honor my body's natural ability. And so what he did was we went on this protocol and he said, we're going to first teach you about your emotions. Same stuff I had learned years ago. But now it's coming back full circle. We're going to change up your diet. Same stuff I had learned years ago. Okay. We're going to do some yoga, meditation, give you some herbal supplements as well. Ashwagandha was a staple one to get your adrenals, adaptogens going. And, and most importantly, we're also going to get you to divert your attention, divert your mind, get back on what you're really passionate about. So you're no longer always focused on how you're feeling or the trauma or the loss, but you're now creating something new and focus on it because as human beings we're made to continue to evolve and we're continue to made to shift and if you don't believe me you guys can take a hundred samples of people that have have been post-war veterans some will be deeply affected by ptsd others you'll be like you were at the war and that's just how different people process what happened but regardless we are meant to move on you know everyone all of us here can can talk about a loss that we've happened you're now you're not constantly focused on or thinking you've, you've you've moved on you've honored that person you know you, the person's you probably have love filled with them but you're not letting that grief take over your life and that's what was happening to me in the form of ptsd so i followed the protocol first week nothing second week nothing I was like what's going on like I, I want some results and he's like stick with it third week feeling so much better fourth week i still remember i was at an event and I looked around and for the first time, the longest time I looked around, and I said, holy crap, like I feel normal. <laughs> I feel great. And that is when I realized the power of, you know, Ayurveda, the power of the mind. And I also did a method called, and I have to give a shout out to Charles Linden and, and did a method for my anxiety called the Linden method. And it had, it has the principles, some of the principles that I described. So and it was all natural, guys. I, I did. I didn't take any prescription medications. Didn't do counseling. I'm not against that again. I'm. I'm. I'm just not. I'm not against it. It's just that was my route. I. I, I was afraid of the medication, the prescription medication, because of the side effects that I read. And honestly, for me, therapy wasn't working. I kept revisiting the wound instead of moving on from it. So that's just my perspective. I'm not saying I'm. I'm against that, but that was my route, and it worked. And I've seen it work over and over again. And because of what, what I experienced years later, I've always wanted to kind of, you know, have my own business, build my own brand and really help people. And that's where Uveda kind of fruition from. Mm. 
There are so many pieces in there that we can dive into. Yeah. I mean, even being able to describe grief as your body's natural ability, when you're saying like, I didn't honor my body's natural ability, that's such a powerful reframe and such a healthier paradigm for what our body is constantly doing. Because for example, like when I... I've gone through a few, through a couple deaths in my life, right? And in the most recent one, it was actually a pet, but there was something. Yeah, it can be just as impactful. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's loss. It's a, it's a change, right? But there was some, in that process, I was able to intuit and realize that every time that I was crying, every time that those waves were coming through, I felt like I was being, being cleansed. Yep. Not to forget her but to release the attachment in this physical realm. And it was something that my body was doing very naturally. And there's, so there's so much wisdom to these ancient traditions that are tapping us into, okay, like how does the body actually work and how can we play along with that to help optimize it? Yep. Yep. And, And what's so interesting about what you said was it's almost like a cleanse, right? When I'm sure you guys have done this, when you go to a deep meditation, when you're really deep, eventually you arrive at a few emotions that, that, that you're aware of. One is probably peace. And then second one, you probably experience this expansiveness kind of feeling. But the third one is love. Mm. At the end of it is contentment, i.e. almost love. And that's that's probably you know what you felt for for your pet you were you were you were like yes the physical body is no longer here i can't see him or her but i have this love for the time the soul you know the soul i mean in many teachings i say the soul doesn't truly you know depart i mean and and so it it's it is interesting and i think the body has its own intelligence that sometimes the mind gets in the way of what it, the body needs to do you know, which is why people say, hey, go rest, go rest. Because when you go and rest, maybe you turn off a part of the mind that lets the body take over, right? I don't know, maybe. So, yeah. And that speaks so much to a lot. It's like a lot of our ailments come from something that we've created within our mind that has then gone into and, you know, a destroyed feels kind of like a really strong word here, but kind of destroyed our energy systems. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like they say, um, you know, the energy, the mind can be your best friend or your worst enemy. I mean, you get to decide. Right. And it's so true. Something that really stuck out to me that I heard you talking about was how your subconscious, our subconscious is the, the part of us that's making us think that there's something wrong with us, but there's nothing wrong with us. And that really stuck out to me because I've been in this like hormonal battle from, oh my God, I don't need like 12 spent thousands and thousands of dollars with endocrinologists, with gynecologists, with whatever, like every doctor trying to figure out what was going on. I've been given tons of pills that like just, and no one has ever been able to figure out what was going on. And then I finally decided to go to a, a Chinese medicine doctor. And it was so interesting to me because the way I live my life naturally is just very holistically. I don't really like taking pills. I, I, you know, I rise with the sun. I go to bed with the sun. I just, all of those things. And, and the Chinese medicine doctor was the first one that actually started working with my energy. And he was like, oh, your body produces a lot of heat. Oh, you're like, just started calling these things out that, that, I mean, to me, 
if you had just told me this without me actually going, I would have been like that. I don't, I believe it, but I don't know, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then I started going and I started actually noticing just like slight little incremental differences within my body. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so if your body producing a lot of heat, I mean, I, in, in the Ayurveda, they would call you the Pitta constitution constantly a lot of heat. Um, you know, so this is characteristic to Pitta. I'm not saying this is you, Valentina, but you're, irritable quick to quick to kind of snap a little bit you carry some anger with you that that those are characteristics emotionally but you're also very driven you're also but you live in your mind a lot as well I, i'm guilty too i'm pitta, pitta vata so you know it's, it's kind of like that so it, it, these constitutions that are within ayurveda so what's interesting is there's three constitutions vata pitta and kapha based on our emotional physical and even genetic buildup, we fall into one dominant constitution. But throughout the year, we can be swinging in and out of the other constitutions, but you'll always be one predominant constitution. And that constitution will be kind of your DNA roadmap to, hey, um, how to live in balance, what not to do, what you can get, what you can eat, what kind of exercise you can be doing, even what kind of careers you you can be pursuing. So Ayurveda looks at the person from that angle and you can be a combination of it but that that constitution tells so much about you and your body and what you need to, to maintain health and and then that's that's interesting because you could have been emitting heat because maybe it's just you know maybe a lot of toxins or ama but you may not be that constitution but right there that constant that dosha could be predominantly dominating your body which means you need to do some things to cool it right so you need to put maybe cooling things and start with the mind everything starts with the mind and then flushes down to the body and then you know maybe changing your diet or something but yeah i mean it's it, it's it's so connected and it makes sense it's so connected so okay two things that you just said right there what one i always thought ayurveda was just a way of eating like before i actually ever dug in just what i heard and then when i started getting more into it I was like, oh, this has to do literally with every aspect of your life from the way that you, everything. you're just your energetic body from I mean, yep. literally everything. How you're talking about like yoga is like the sister. Science. Yeah. Sister yeah. Science. So as you are internally, your environment is. But mm. but see, this is why I love what, what we get to do. And I'm so passionate about it. Ayurveda can also be very complicated with how it's presented, but it doesn't need to be. In its most simplest form, Ayurveda stresses a balance, a balance of your mind, body, and spirit. And a lot of people, especially in, in these day and age, like like they're like, well, that just sounds like, you know, with, with, with this, the IG culture, hey, there's another <laughs> friend here, <laughs> especially with like kind of the IG culture of just, uh, you know, go, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle. I, I get that. You can be creative, but what ends up happening if you guys both, drive i mean we all we all drive but what ends up happening when you keep redlining your car what you is redlining <laughs> redlining so you keep revving it right the the, the the there's a rotation so the engine spins at a certain speed before it shifts to the next gear okay. so if it keeps on redlining and it keeps on going high high high, when you just rev it imagine just driving your car in first gear the just whole full way. speed it, it, yeah yeah it's 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 not going to work eventually it'll break down or you just blow out the transmission and the engine. That's what happens when you when you don't give your mind that rest or you don't give the body the rest, you will be noticing it. And and I I don't care, you know, what you say, "Oh my god, I'm so driven, I got to do this." No, they've proven in studies that rest is super important. 
rejuvenation is super important. These world-class athletes, they rest their mind and body because you just can't keep going on for that long, right? If, you, if you've ever talked to writers or people you've talked to, people that have written books, amazing novels, they have this extreme focus period of just creativity that they just pour into it, but then they take huge amounts of block of time just to be walking in nature, sipping coffee, you know, doing this or that. So that is also a part of the flow. And I think that's what we also have to figure out is that it's, a, in, like I said, Ayurveda that's all about balance. And it's, but it's becoming aware of yourself. I, my balance may look different than Valentina's. It may look different than Paula's, right? And that could be, that could be influenced by how I grew up, my environment, what my stress factors are, um, what my, what my habits are, what my hobbies are. That could all be there. But at the end of the day, as a unique individual, that balance is still ingrained in kind of, you know, what we do and how we live. This is what I'm just so curious about because I, me and Paula were cracking up in one of our podcasts when I told her that my body produces too much heat. So I need to like relax more. I'm like, I, if I relax anymore, I'm literally going to be like the biggest beach bum on earth. Like I, <laughs> I don't. Is it just, I mean, I'm an Aries, I'm a fire sign. It's like, does that have anything to do with it? Like I, I so, eat pretty healthy. Why am I still producing so much? Heat? So, <laughs> this is nutty. so it could be a lot in Ayurveda. It, it really goes to the diet as well. Have you started instilling cooling foods into, into your diet? Like yeah, I eat, I literally I eat. half a watermelon before we did this. Like okay. But how, how long have you been doing that though? Um, I would say probably since February. Since February. Okay. You should have been noticing it. Are you, are you taking, what are the, what are some, are you, you're a breath facilitator, right? Mm -hmm. So do more of the cooling breath. The one where kind of like, you know, it looks silly, but I'm going to do it like, so this one where it cools you down it removes the excess ama. Um, here's one thing that I would recommend you do. Um, and I, I, I do it myself. Take a, take a piece of paper and journal every single thing that's bothering you. Write it down on a piece of paper, anything that's ever bothered you that you can think of. Set a timer for five to 10 minutes and just start and stop right there. Five minutes, anything that comes up, say, hey, hey, mind, subconscious mind, what is bothering me? Put it down on a piece of paper and time yourself. Don't go over, don't go less. And then as soon as you're done, take that piece of paper, crush it up and burn it. And it's an interesting exercise. I learned this from Dandipani. He's a monk. Um, and basically, as you know, Paula, whatever is subconsciously spinning is now going to be manifested on the piece of paper and will be out. And I have an intuition that can also start to affect your body. I feel like some of those thoughts may be causing, causing some kind of agitation or something that's subconscious. But what's great about the subconscious to consciousness once you capture it and you and you become more aware of it it's no longer just spinning on its own you get to stop that recording and you can change it you know what's interesting what's coming up for me around that is that like naturally i think valentina like your instinct growing up was like i'm gonna focus on the positive and just at a conscious level that's what you do and i wonder if that made like the stuff that would have actually bothered you just like go into hiding and in the subconscious. That's what's coming up for me as he talks about that. Um, because I mean, that's how it works, right? Like with that exercise of airing it out, it'd be interesting to see what happens. Cause sometimes like, you know, and I've worked with clients where it's like, it's so some people, their temperament is just to shift to the positive right away. And there's so much value in that. Like there's so much beauty in that. 
But as human beings, like every aspect of our system is not just experiencing positivity. So like if we go to that extreme, that's, you know, our body is going to make up for it in another way. Just like if we yeah. only focus on what's wrong or we go to the focusing on what's wrong to that extreme, like that's not helpful either. Um, but that's interesting. Yeah. Um, and if you don't mind, Valentina, sorry, I don't mean to pick on you, but I'm here for it. We're unpacking yeah, Valentina. Very interesting. Um, <laughs> um, when you do notice yourself in a stressful situation, do you feel like you, you welcome the emotions and the and thoughts or do you push them down? When I'm in a stressful situation, I will pause everything. Like I'll stop thinking. I won't try to come up with any conclusions. I'll just feel the agitation in my body. This actually happened yesterday. So I'm like, just pick point. Like this is exactly Great. what happened. I went into the shower and I was just feeling the agitation in my body. And then I was like, I'm really annoyed right now. I'm really annoyed. And I wish I wasn't annoyed, but I'm just, I can't, this is just what it is. And I'm like, okay, well, it's okay that I'm annoyed. My, my annoyance is just telling me that I need to have certain boundaries around this specific topic. And then I was like, I don't want to feel like this anymore. So what immediately came to my mind was, even though I didn't want to feel it, I did immediately go to, but this, I feel like this helps me, right? I'm like, it was a particular person that annoyed me. And I was like, well, I'm really, really thankful that I have so many beautiful humans in my life who don't annoy me. <laughs> and then I went and I was like, thank you, Paula. Thank you, mom. Thank you, this friend. Thank you, Yana. I'm like, oh my God. And then immediately like, I felt my heart opening so wide. And I'm like, I have so awesome. many fucking amazing humans in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's good. Because I just wanted to make sure that, you know, you weren't suppressing it or anything. So you at least let yourself feel it. And then you changed it to gratitude, which is phenomenal. A plus. I would say you I, win I would, at the intervention. For, for, yeah, for for you. um for for you though, Valentina. Um, and I can connect you with an Ayurvedic practitioner as well. I think it has to do with your diet. Uh, being a breath facilitator, I, I still think it has to do with your diet. I Dune, really do. You're gonna start I, feeling helpless with me because this is. I, no, let him I'm know. Not, like, I'm not I, giving up on you, dear. I'm not I giving up on you. I'm like the healthiest human you could think of, truly. Like, I know, but, I, but but what may be healthy in your perception may not be the right thing for your body. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you do you understand what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. some people, I've seen my dad literally go to yogis and like people that are just like, oh, 100% vegetarian, we don't do this and be like, dude, you need to put, you need to insert fish into your diet. Hmm. And they're like, they look at him and like, What? they're like yeah he's like yeah you it's not healthy you're nutritionally you're 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 missing this you're off and they're like okay um really he's like yes you need to and they do it and they they reap the benefits like i've seen so it's like you as an individual i think you need to i have a i have a sense that is perhaps your diet like are you when you do you change up this the fruits and veggies that per season or are uh, you pretty i just started eating with the season that's good. So that's good. That's good mm -hmm. as well. Um, are you taking a probiotic or, or digestive no. aids as well? Okay, no. So, um, yeah, that's going to also help out as well. I mean, we have a great product, My Healthy Digestion. It has Trifala, which is a great laxative and bowel regulator. It's also cooling, so it'll help with that. It also, it's a probiotic. So that'll really help you. And, and I think you should try that as well. That'll really Oh, help. you know what? I take psyllium husk powder. Yeah, psyllium husk is good. Yeah, psyllium Love that. Husk I'm is gonna good. try. I'm gonna try what you just said too. And another thing that I want to go. This is. I swear, this is not a doctor appointment. Um, <laughs> That's all right. I won't. I, I don't charge. I don't charge. 
another thing that has come up for me and I've heard, and I want to ask as well on behalf of a lot of women is just like a lot of, just in general, I keep hearing more and more women with hormone. Oh my issues. gosh. And like, and sorry, I'll pipe in with that real too. Just as a therapist, more and more of my uh, female teenage clients are, are experiencing, um, Oh, what's that diagnosis called? Like, it's just there are uh, more and more women are, are definitely getting hormonally imbalanced younger and younger. Yeah, I've I've seen that as well. I mean, women's health is not necessarily my, my expertise. I'm much more focused on the mental health aspect of it. Mm -hmm. But what I can see from what I'm observing is the the diet has been totally just changed up. You know, I, I think people are think about like people are eating later in the day. You know, in Ayurveda, it stresses that your digestive fire is the highest between 12 and 2 p.m. No matter where you are, um, it's because the sun is the highest then. So the with your sun being the highest at 12 and 2 p.m., it works with your agni, your digestive fire. You should be having the heaviest meal between that. And right at 6 or 7 p.m., it should be your lightest meal because what you're doing is your, your body is naturally going into a slumber. So it does not want to be digesting that heavier food. Now, when it's not able to digest the heavier food, it gets spilled into the form of toxins or ama. And when that happens, it disrupts everything else. It mm. needs more of that energy to go and now digest the food, break it down instead of, hey, let's let's do let's let's calm this person down. Let's make sure the digestion is good, immunity is good, the mind is good. And that can throw off what I believe that can throw off the hormones. Now, in addition to that, you know, we all went through this crazy pandemic too. I think that's also another super stressed out, less social interactions. So I think that as well, but my father has also been seeing a lot more patients and I think he would also be a great one if you guys wanted to just focus on that to, to bring about that. I mean, he could talk from a medical point of view much better than I could. Would um, love that. Yeah, yeah, he would be amazing at it. But I think that's kind of my perspective, stress and diet and not knowing how to get rid of the stress. I think that that's, that that's one thing that I've also seen sometimes with my wife is, you know, she she's exposed to this meditation and everything. But I, I you know, and she reminds me, we, we keep each other in check, but sometimes not knowing how to properly get rid of the stress as well. And that, that mental stress and that exercise that I was telling you earlier about, you know, writing it down and getting rid of it. So. Mm, I love that. And it's so important because when we talk about mental health, and we talk about also our gut is our second brain. So yes. we need to be feeding our gut mental foods we need, and also just anything that's going to like, like energetically. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, there's a reason you say I have a gut feeling. Where do you think that comes from? I mean, you guys both are, I can, I can tell that you guys, when you guys enter a room and something feels different energetically, you guys can feel that. Oh, right? for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's your that's your guts intelligent, i.e. the mind and the gut telling you, hey, something's off here. Or, hey, this person may not be what it's like. Or, hey, this opportunity is amazing. What's going on? Like, this is awesome. Or, hey, something doesn't seem right in this transaction, right? I mean, it, it, when you tune in, your body is constantly, constant. That's what we, we, we did this whole workshop on digestion. And I, I always tell people, it's like, people are like, can, can I eat this? Can I eat that? I'm like, I don't know. What does your body say? <laughs> right? I, I really don't know. I mean, I know some people that, you know, they, they, they eat a bunch of junk food and they're good. Do I advise them doing it every day? No, but we're all human. It's fine. And then I know somebody that can touch one fry and he'll be totally just, you know, totally upset. I'm like, listen to your body. Like your body's constantly telling you food is there to give us what? 
nutritionist value, you know, nutritional value, provide us energy when we need it, right? And and to really feed us and thrive our body. And your food will tell you that right away. And the best food is, is the one that, you know, kind of you prepare in front. Have you have you ever had a meal that you recall that like, oh my God, this was so refreshing. This felt so right to my body. And if you can go and revisit that, and if that wasn't too long ago, you're doing it right. But if that was too long ago, go revisit that and see what other versions of that food you can make because that'll be honoring your body, i.e. your body was telling you that was great. Where are all these toxins coming from, right? Because I, when I think about what my Chinese medicine doctor back when I was seeing him, what he was saying was like, my kidneys produce a lot of toxins, which to me is just nuts because from I don't drink, gave up coffee. <laughs> I don't like from like the air, what, what is from your perspective, from an Ayurvedic perspective, how do we uh, do our best to eliminate as many toxins as possible? Well, so let me answer that to perspective. I also consider unresolved emotions as toxins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. E- emotions, emotion is energy in motion. Mm-hmm. Now, as you know, with energy it's neither created nor destroyed, but it can be stored right in, into the body. Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say, let's say you have a lot of anger and, and I use, Steve Jobs as well. I mean, he was known to be very angry. And what type of cancer did he have? That that cancer that he had is very so- associated with, as per what my dad was saying, and, and as per what Ayurveda has written, is associated with anger. So the toxin could also be in the form of unresolved emotions or just what you're carrying. Now, you're probably going to say, okay, so how do I go and find that? And nor do I want you to go down that deep search of, oh my goodness, I got to do this and I got to think it's about it. It's time for gotta, ayahuasca again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but what you can do is you can become aware aware in this moment and, and have a different relationship with your emotions. Start writing stuff down. Maybe doing more, more things that bring in more of that breath, that intentional breath. Second part about it is, yeah, check out your environment. It could be the mold. Mold has been known to be really associated with toxins. You know, um, if you're if you have a house with carpet, um, maybe look into that. Your vents, your ventilation system. Oh my goodness! Like, when was the last time that was cleaned and inspected? I mean, your your bed sheets. You know, are are you are you cleaning those thoroughly? Um, your water. What kind of water are you drinking? You know, so it's so many things. And then again, Ayurveda would answer it simply. Again, it's everything. Yeah, your environment. It would just say, okay, hey. Valentina, check out your environment. Guni, look at your environment. Paula, look at your environment. Yeah, both inner and outer. You know, and the mental, yep. the mental, the thoughts, uh, the psychology makes up a huge part of that environment too, which is oh, huge, huge. I saw this one study the other day when we were trying to. I was talking to my marketing team, and it said emotion trumps logic twenty-four to one. Twenty-four to one, and we were we were kind of designing a marketing campaign. And I'm like, okay, so basically if I put logic here, it won't matter. But if we have something emotional, like people will, people will be all over it. 24 to 1. I mean, that's not even a chance, right, to yeah. bring logic in. So, so it, it just shows you the power of emotions. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think the work that you guys do it really helps you. I mean, you guys have an unfair advantage over others that have never been exposed to this work or what we do, right? So yeah, I mean, and, I just can't. And even so, we still struggle sometimes. You know, it's so it's just yeah. I can't. I'm I'm just like, uh, hey, I'm just as guilty. Hello, like you know, I, I I'm here giving you all this advice, and sometimes I'm not pausing. I'm like, okay, I got to do that, Goody. You got to do that. You got to do that as well. <laughs> you know, so yeah. it's like I'm like, you know, I I it's yeah, we're we're humans, and I try to do as much as I can, but 
you know, sometimes life does get in the way and that's, that's okay as well. I think that's another lesson that, that, that Ayurveda teaches is it's okay. You don't have to be this crazy disciplined person doing this thing over and over robotic like that. No, I mean, that's, that's not, if you mimic mother nature, yes, the animals and the seasons have habits, but then there's also things that happen out of nowhere too. And and that's the beauty of life. It's the beauty of creation, I think. And that's, that's, that's what, Dr. Joe Dispenza says this as well. I'm sure you guys know who Dr. Joe Dispenza is, right? He goes, if you're trying to go for something and you know in your mind that how to get there, he goes, it's not going to be as miraculous because the miraculous happens in the unknown, right? The miraculous is in the unknown. It's like, and you guys have had these experiences. You're like, you know, you can look back and be like, how in the hell did that happen from that? (laughs) You know, and you're like, but it did from a most unexpected place. So. Absolutely. And so much of my own mental health journey just drastically improved when I really started meeting myself where I was at in every moment and starting my days with pure surrender. And people who listen to this podcast, y'all will hear me say this over and over again, but I continuously wake up every morning and I just with like every cell in my body, I'm like, love yes that. to life. Yes I to love life. That. Love Whatever that. comes at me, yes to it. Because I know that it's all here for me. It's all here for me. And I can wrap love around the pain and the sadness and, and the grieving. And I can, you know, that's part of being a human, like these magical emotions while we're in, in this carnation, who knows what's going to happen next, but how tenderly can we hold ourselves in each moment? Absolutely. I have another friend that does a similar practice. She, she'll wake up and before she gets out of bed, she'll, she'll just, she'll be like, I'll, I'll just drown myself in gratitude. And she goes, I got to feel it. And that's another thing that's interesting. People like gratitude has taken this whole mainstream stage and it's awesome. I love the awareness, but most people are just writing down what they're grateful for, which is great, but they're not taking the time to really feel it. Mm-hmm. When you feel it, it's different. Like when was the last time that something happened to you where you were truly like, oh my God, I'm so thankful. Like, I'm so thankful. The feeling is different than just yeah. saying it, you know, and, and I'm, I'm happy that you're saying it, but your body to the core will feel it when you truly feel it. Mm. Yeah. And if you don't really feel it and you're forcing yourself to say it, it can actually aggravate your body even more. So like sometimes it can, you know, sometimes people try to use these affirmations or they they take this information and it's like, okay, so I just need to pile this on my pain. But it's like, that doesn't work. That actually will have the opposite effect of what you wanted to because the human system is an intelligent system. And if you're lying to yourself, your body's not going to like that. Uh, So we have to validate the pain first, get in touch with it. Like once, you know what you did, your, your little intervention you described in the shower was really skilled um, because you were, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. You were able to go (laughs) (laughs) together. We'll get, we'll get through this, this life thing. Um, but yeah, it, it, being able to recognize, okay, this is actually what I'm not liking and I have compassion for that and I can bring some love to those parts of myself that are in pain right now and then I can bring in the gratitude. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, no, it's, it's, it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So looping it back to Ayurveda, I, it's a really awesome conversation to bring in because this whole notion of treating each individual system as a unique system is so important. 
And to be able to say, to recognize like, okay, this is what's natural for the human system. And are you listening to that? Or do we just have this idea of what the perfectly healthy situation context or like, this is the diet you should follow type of thing. And everybody has to try to fit into that is causing so much, it, it it's misleading so many people. And I mean, just actually synchronistically, I felt now that we're talking about this, I'm like, oh, what a synchronicity. I actually felt called to make a post earlier on Instagram that said, like, know your know yourself or self-understanding and self-love will take us places and open doors that willpower never will. Wow. I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. That's really deep. Um, to answer your question, yes. I do believe that these one size fits all, like you got to try this diet, you got to do this diet. It's heavily like media fed. There's a financial reason behind it. It's, 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 I mean, let's be honest. Let's tell it like it is right. That that's what it is. But, and it also makes you want to fit yourself into a, into a, a, a box. And that may not be for you. Like, let's just talk about like, you know, simple things like you may know somebody that's crazy allergic to peanuts, but you're not like shellfish, but you're not. So every, all of us are so different, so unique that first and foremost, it's like what Valentina says, you got to take the time to understand you first. And that can be as simple as taking a food allergy test. Okay. And Valentina, if you haven't done that, I'd highly encourage you to go and, and do that as well. I think I need to. Yeah. So That'll break down and don't be sad after you get the results because you're going to be like, if they the tell me nuts, what? I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> I they love may. nuts. They, they may, they may, but there's going to be a scale, a percentage of how much it affects your body. So you want to go in and get a food allergy testing that'll help, that'll tell you kind of, Hey, you know, what are you allergic to? What should you avoid that you may not know about? And then you got to really ask yourself, what are my goals? Like, what do I want to achieve um, for my body? You know, and, and what am I trying to do with this diet? Am I trying to lose weight? Am I trying to get happier? Am I trying to do this? Like go in and ask yourself and then work with work with a, a somebody, a nutritionist, an Ayurvedic practitioner, a Chinese, you know, uh, practitioner as well. Somebody that has the knowledge and skill sets that you're not alone. Why do you want to be doing it alone right now? Especially this this day and age where you literally can pick up an app and, and get the help you need. Right. And, and speed that process up and and do it that way to do it. But yes, I'm, I've never pushed one diet like, Hey, keto, vegan, this, that I'm always like, what works for you? Mm. You know, and what works for you? And what is your body? Like, again, what is your body telling you when you eat something? There's a, we naturally have repulsions to certain foods. So listen to that. And you need some best thing to do is, is eat in season fruits and vegetables right now. It's summer months in the Northern hemisphere, different in the Southern hemisphere. So what's, what's, what's growing in your go, you guys, I mean, Paula, you're in Atlanta, Valentina, you're, you're in LA. There's far, farmer's markets going on near us. Totally. Go over there go over there and see what's in season. The people are going to have the stuff that's in season, right? I mean, if they're organic natural farmers, go and grab that mm. and, 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 and start eating that, start enjoying that. And, guarantee you that'll that'll really feel good for your body i need to do that that's i don't do that yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. it's really I think cool yeah it's, it's so really beautiful nice. because it takes us back to the concept of how just how we're more animal than we are 
like these robotic humans that they were yes. trying to make us be right now. So when we attune our bodies just to, to the season, to the moon, to the, you know, respect the way our digestion flows, respect all of that, that just makes more sense to me than anything. It makes, to me, going into a hospital, I mean, there's a place for Western medicine, but going into a hospital and getting pills for like just, I don't know. I'm trying to like some anxiety, getting pills for anxiety immediately, right? Before we really figure out just what kind of energy systems that we're residing in just blows my mind. Like it it yeah. makes me so sad. Well, we are we are in a prescription culture. You know, I mean, there like you said there's a right time and place like if if you have broken your leg, you're in severe pain, I don't want you to give me like, hey, here's some here's some Boswellia. You'll be fine in Ashwagandha. Yeah, yeah, you'll be fine in two two weeks. I'm like, no, I need something to help my pain right now. Like, I remember when our daughter was born; she's just three months old. Like my my wife, you know, she had a lot of pain after the birth. It was a natural birth, but she had a lot of pain. And and seeing her like that, I'm so thankful that there is medicine like that. But that was the time and place for it. Now. There's some very strong stuff, and I can't imagine somebody needing that continuously. That can, I mean, that stuff that, sh like, think about it. It is strong enough to get rid of the pain your body's naturally producing. Like, what is it, sh kind of a shock is it giving to your body? And it's short-lived, right? Half hour, 45 minutes, and it comes back. It's not a solution, right? I mean, it's in that time where, where the body, it gives the body time to kind of calm down the rest of the stuff and, and, and do it. So, yeah, you're right. It has a time and place. Um, but long-term wise, you really got to go in, you got to retrospect, you got to think, what do you want to add? What do you want to remove? And, and, and how do you get to that balance? It's interesting as we're having this conversation, I'm having like, I'm having a light bulb moment about how Western medicine feels like it was developed to encounter the most extreme manifestation of whatever pain or ailment we're experiencing. So when we have reached that point, then it's important and it's a beautiful thing. And thank God that we have developed it, but could we catch it before these other more ancient practices are super powerful for bringing healing and balance back into the system before it ever has to get to that point. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. It's more of the, of the bandaid prescription. Let's just treat what the symptoms are. Let's not figure out what's causing it. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't have I don't have the time to truly get to know what's going on. I don't care if you just broke up with your boyfriend, you had a divorce, you had somebody pass away. Uh, you live in a environment where the where the air is not clean. You you're surrounded by mold. Um, you, you you don't get enough water. You smoke this many packs of cigarettes. Like I, I don't care. Like just fill out your stuff and, and and do it. Like I don't have the time. I have to see like a hundred patients within you know, this eight hour days. But at the end of the day, it really does bog down to there's a shift that I'm seeing now that more and more people are demanding that, hey, I can take care of my health, I can control my health. And that is being a great shift that we're seeing in our business as well. That mm. people are like, hold on, I I know doctors are amazing. And I'm so grateful for them, especially, you know, my, I have a family full of doctors, right? And And I'm grateful for what they do. But there is a place and time that comes that's also like, hey, you you also need to help out the doctors, right? Take care of yourself as well, right? Whether you whether it's before going or even after, because doctors are also going to tell you some stuff that you should be doing too. Like, how many times do people 
you know, doctors prescribe or other people, nutritionists, like you guys, I'm sure you guys work with clients and you're like, Hey, make sure you do this breath, you know, this time, just make it a discipline. And I bet you, you guys are probably like Valentina, you probably go in the shower and probably get frustrated about that too. It's like, Oh my God, this person's not doing it. Right. And, and so that, that also happens. Yeah. Yeah. Or like when I have, um, I have so many people come to me and, and they're like, you know, concerned about their anxiety. And then they're describing to me that they're working around the clock. Like they're not taking any breaks, uh, just exhausting themselves in that sense. And then they want to heal their anxiety. And I'm just like, well, your yeah. body is stressed out because you're not taking any breaks. Like, yeah, it's like what I said, you're uh, you're redlining, you're, you're constantly going, it doesn't make any sense. A lot of this health and wellness talk can get really overwhelming, especially if you don't have a lot of knowledge or if you're not in the field of health and wellness and like these terms are very familiar to you. You know, I can imagine as an outsider looking in like, oh my God, like what do I do first? How much money do I have to spend? What, you know, how do I even get started? So I would love for you, Guni, if you could just shed some light on that to maybe yeah. anyone who's looking to dive in and just talk a little bit about Uveda and what, you know, what can they start with just for yeah. like. A absolutely. So, I mean, we've kind of created a system based on some of the modalities that we saw that were really affecting people. That's mental health and mood, digestive health, immune health joint health and overall wellness. And we've created Ayurvedic kits in the form of of, of supplements. And, and we've paired them with the, the best, highest quality, greatest things found in Ayurveda, such as ashwagandha, turmeric, uh, thrifala, shilajit, bakopa, all the staples that have been researched in Ayurveda and have provided them and given them to you in a really nice and convenient packet. So these are doctor formulated. We've worked with our doctors. Um, we do our sourcing. There's no real middlemen involved. There's produced in FDA registered facilities. It's GMP, third party tested for heavy metal. So the quality, the efficacy, the effectiveness is all there. Um, and we've made them into really simple, easy packets that you don't, there's no guest. You're not opening up seven different bottles. It's just one packet and you can consume that. So that's our solutions. You can check it out at uveda.com. But to answer your question, Valentina, what can people do right now? How much does it cost? I'll give you a free solution, which Valentina, you do every single day, the power of the breath. Hmm. And Paula, when people come to you and say, I'm, I'm anxious, how are they breathing? Right? It's, it's really shallow. Um, you probably see him hunched over a little bit and it's probably like, I mean, you can notice it. So guys, the number one thing that you can do is become mindful and attentive of your breath. And by the way, it costs free 99. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't cost anything. Go out. Like, like Paula was saying to that one person, go out and take some, like take a walk and be mindful, breathe and try different, different ways of breathing, breathe in from your mouth and then also breathe in from your nose you know, see, see what works best for you. Just try that alternative things. Um, that's one thing. Second thing that I think all of us do here is gratitude, express gratitude, just express it, you know, and feel it. And those are things that gosh, can make such a shift in your, in your life. How many times do we go throughout the day? It's silly, but you know, every time we're on a plane and we safely land, you know, me and my wife are like, Hey, Thank, thank, we're, we're grateful. We're, we were, we landed nicely. We're, we're really, we have a, we have a safe trip on a long road trip. Hey, we're really grateful. We made it back home. Everybody's safe, you know? 
um, and, and all that stuff, or just something great happens. A customer, you know, calls us, texts us, emails us, and, and they feel great. Hey, we're so grateful. Like really are. And just expressing that gratitude. Um, when I was little, I used to do that. Like I, you know, like they kind of show in the movies, I would sit on my bedside and go like this and say, Hey, I'm so thankful. And, and all that stuff. And I think getting back into those habits and seeing the effect, and you may not see the effect right away, stick to it. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll happen. Well, I was gonna say, I think that's another big piece of all this is just the patience because we live in a society that's like, not yeah, instant gratification. Yeah, not patient. We want to be healed right away. I think that's why breath is such an underrated intervention. Because I mean, Honestly, maybe that, you know, with breath work, it's opening up people's minds. And I, I'm starting to send a lot of my clients. I'm like, just can you go breathe with Valentina? Go breathe with Valentina for a little while. Get some of that in you. And we'll, you know, incorporate that back in. But being able to, for example, like that opens people up more to like, oh, breath actually does work because breath work gets you to do it in a more aggressive manner. And it's almost like we need that level of intensity and aggression to believe in things. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And the breath goes directly to the subconscious, right? So it bypasses that. It goes directly to the subconscious because of just the way the system is designed. And that is why probably, Valentina, you've probably seen like during your breath facilitation sessions, some people may have these emotional things, crying, screaming. I've seen it. I've seen a very skilled breath facilitator lead somebody through a very amazing journey. And oh, it's, yeah. just, it's just amazing what comes up. I right? mean, they end so. up looking, some of them can look like straight up exorcisms. It's like these, yeah. but it's like energies that have been stored in your body that you didn't even know were there that have finally been given the chance to flow yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like what we said earlier, right? The energy can be trapped though, right? The emotions, energy and emotion. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The breath is powerful. When I first started working with breath work and it started and, and really noticing the powerful effects of, I just wanted to cr- like cry of just like I felt like a little kid that was reborn again because oh my god I cannot believe this is a free tool that yeah. we can pull out at any moment free. and it it freed me from my anxiety I used to have anxiety there wasn't anything I didn't have anxiety about and after wow. breath work I mean I always like joke to people I'm like it made me like a Bob Marley because it things <laughs> can just flow out it really is the biggest tool yeah. So your theme now is everything's going to be all right, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Forever and I lo- always. I, I love that. I love it. And so much of, you know, something that actually just came to my mind for everyone who's listening when we were talking about gratitude is, and this is a bit about what Joe Dispenza talks about is, and what I do in my morning meditations is sitting there and taking that emotion and just recall back any, a time where you felt really like loving, loving yep. gratitude inside of your body for someone or, or something that happened and then just really dwell on that and allow it to fill every cell in your being and every limb, every organ in your body and just feel it, feel it, feel it. And you'll really start, I mean, we're energy bodies. You'll start to feel the energy rising and you'll start to feel your heart opening and you'll jump out of that meditation like, oh my God, I'm so grateful. Yep. Yep. That's such a good point. That's such a good point. If people, yeah, you're right. If people are struggling to really feel the gratitude in the moment, go to an event or, or something that happened. Yeah. Memory. Mm. Beautiful point. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want to harp on this, the theme that Ayurveda brings in so powerfully, which is consider the context, both the internal environment and the external environment, because the Western medicine approach, while it has its place, 
has convinced so many people that they're supposed to be okay no matter what. Mm. That you're not, that if you feel anxiety, it's because it's a chemical. But like, but don't stop to think about what are your relationships looking like? What are you putting into your body? What kind of thoughts are you having? Like, if all of that is out of order and you feel anxiety, you should be feeling anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a reflection of your environment, as Ayurveda was talking about. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But I think that's where the, the awareness, the education here is so important is that people can finally stop that. I mean, not to cliche it, get out of the matrix, <laughs> right? Oh, and, really, yes. <laughs> and, and, and really, really like begin to be like, hold on. I don't have to be like that. Like there, there is another way to live. And some of the happiest people that I've ever met, they live the simplest life. Like it's crazy how simple they live. Um, and they are, you know, it, it's, it's funny because sometimes we, we have this, uh, what do you call them? Like biases or stereotypes like, Oh, you know, a, a yogi can, cannot be successful because you know, they, they let go of all materialist things. Well, have you guys checked out Sadhguru? The dude has, <laughs> the, the has 4 million or so followers on Instagram. He's, he's crushing it. Like, he's, so he's so funny. Yeah, he's, he's, he turns out to like all of his interviews now with shades on. Yeah. yeah. He's, it's like the dude is happy, right? I mean, he's a true reflection of happiness. He's living it. He's teaching it. He's got a business. I know because, you know, it, it, it's, it's, some of the peeps that that are that are running his organization, you know, we we know them as well through through contacts. So it's a it's a full on organization. There's no way he can be where he is without having also the business, the financial, being a part of the economic functioning of of the world. And and there's other like Sri Sri Ravi Shankar. Um, we've met him. We've had the opportunity to meet him. And yeah, I mean, he's running a full on business behind his thing. I mean, he's got products as well. So it's like these people can be happy. They can walk the walk. And still be in this world thriving. And it's how do we choose? How do we choose that? It's up to us. That's such an important narrative to pass on because for so long yeah. there was this, I don't know where it started, but this whole narrative around if you're gonna, you know, be peaceful or you're gonna be of service, you, you shouldn't you're you're probably not gonna receive money or you shouldn't even expect uh, to so, receive money that like that there's something wrong yeah. with that yeah it's so silly because would you rather have a bunch of people that are poor trying to change the world or people that are that are like-minded that have a goal and a destination and unlimited resources try to change the world yeah like there's not even i mean it's an unfair advantage right i'm not saying everything that bill gates is doing or the other billionaires is great right i mean there's so many things going around but i mean the amount of money that guy has donated is incredible why do you think his net worth keeps rising every day yes it has to do with microsoft stock too but it's also about like that universal law the more you give the more you get back receive, receive. And yeah. then the more you allow yourself to receive, yeah. you're nourishing your body, you're nourishing yourself so you can continue and pour out. You can't pour out from an empty cup, you know? Correct, correct. It is never honorable to to expect less just so you can, you know, yeah, yeah. out of guilt or shame, do it with love. Accept that money with love. That is an yeah. energetic right there. Absolutely. The best time of month for me and my wife is when 
we are reconciling and 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 sitting down and and kind of with with our CPA and reconciling and then doing all how was a month and looking over and being like hey that's cool like this is this is the allocation that we 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 tithe and we give we donate it's i love to sit down and donate to all the different organizations every month and that just is so feels so good mm. like and, and and if perhaps you know the listeners are like well you know i don't really donate or anything that's fine i mean when was the last time that you gave a gift and you were more excited for that person to open it than the other that's what that's what giving is it's like and it puts you into that energetic frequency mm-hmm. when you give without really wanting anything back or expecting anything it, it's a wonderful place to be at mm-hmm. you know you know i heard this amazing story and it has to do with soccer um i think cristiano ronaldo years ago there was somebody that needed surgery um and they couldn't pay the bill and i think the family just desperately needed surgery and I hope it's a true story because it's cool, but I've heard it over and over again where, and it's so nice that, that I believe it's, it's true because it's been told by different publications that he went in there and he found out, and I think he either sent the money or he went in there and paid the bill. And then when the family came out, they're like, it's been paid. And they didn't know who it was, but then the people kind of, and he didn't want them to know, but then the people over there were like, yeah, it was, it was Cristiano Ronaldo that paid it. And just, how incredible, like how life-changing is that? Like you paid a hospital bill for somebody that needed it, that desperately needed the money and they wouldn't do the procedure. And just look at the positive karma that that guy's probably has. Yeah. And you can see it, you can see it reflected in his life. So do you want, do you think a guy like him can make a difference in the world with everything he has? I mean, the dude made Coke stock drop, right? I mean, the stock price or like people that believe, oh, I got to teach yoga, but I got to be, I can't receive money because no, 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 no. Or, or, or I don't need these resources. No. If you have the economic ability to do that, you also need to change your mindset. Every growth pattern, every certain endeavor of every evolution, I think every super successful person that I've personally met has some of the like the biggest hearts like it, it's it's much more the people that i've met that are not just about money and that are much more about legacy they want to give 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 they want to mm. give back you know and i apologize that's my two two-year-old i think it's oh okay yeah that's why he's over here now <laughs> it's easy but i mean and that's the truth they want to give and that to them it's not much more about accumulating but about giving at that point mm. i love that I love that. And Goonie, I know you got to jump off. Family's calling. We could just ask you one last question that we ask all oh, of please, our Please, 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 please. It's good. I, I'll, this has been such a fun conversation. I can't believe it's already been an hour. It's crazy. I know. I know. Okay. Thank you. No, we've, I've thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. I had a little mini doctor's appointment in it. I had a consultation. Yeah, <laughs> and, you, and you made it. You made it on the other side. <laughs> I made it on the other side, which by the way, I'm going to, I'm going to hunt down your team to get the, the Ayurvedic practice. Practitioner's yeah. info, yeah, 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 and your absolutely. dad, and also the allergy. If you have an allergy medicine well, recommendation, um, yeah, um, sur- surprise. The Ayurvedic practitioner is my dad. So, oh, amazing! Connect, I'm gonna connect you to him. I'm gonna connect you to his office. So, would yeah. love that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. perfect. And the, our last question for you is: What does mental health mean for you right now? What is the definition of mental health for you right now? Wow, that's a very deep question. What it means to me is how much I value it 
Because when you don't have mental health and when you're not at peace, when you're not happy, are you going to be the best version of yourself for your family, for your community? I don't think so because I've been there. And I think some of you guys have been there as well. To me, I hold mental health as the greatest asset I can protect because from there and in Ayurveda stresses, it all begins in the mind. As the mind thinks and believes, the body will follow and, and can do. And I think I associate myself now in business, in relationships, in other things that are you adding to to that or are you taking away? Are you being negative? Because energetically, it's so important. And I think people should start really looking at it like that as well, from the relationships they have to the food they eat, to the things they drink, to the the content they watch. My goodness, like you know, news. <laughs> if you're, if you're watching, I'll tell you another free tip or whatever. If the last thing you watch before going to bed is the news, I am sorry. That is subconsciously just, that is a program that you don't need in there. Like be informed, of course, but if you have Twitter or anything else, that's all the news you need. Check your, check the app once a day and you've got your news. You don't need to be, you know, I, I, we have a TV in the house, but it barely turns on. I mean, not to say that I love my shows as well. I like Netflix and chill, but you know that's that's on certain days. But every night before going to sleep, I'll either read a book, do some gratitude meditation, all to protect the mental health. Spend time with my kiddos. Heck, that's the best stress relief there is. But I apologize if that's a longer definition. But to me, it's a asset that I want to protect because if I don't protect it, yeah, I can't be the best version of myself, mm-hmm. honestly. It's gold. It's everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is everything. I, it is everything. Every- I love thinking of it like that too because you normally, we, we don't, you know, it's, it's it's been taken for granted for so long, but just to be able to say that it's the most valuable asset that we own. Yeah, it, it is. Tell me something that's more valuable, right? I mean, if if take physicality aside, like, Okay, let's be honest. I think all of us are not trying to be professional right now in our lives. We're not. I'm not trying to be a professional NBA player. Paula, I don't think you're trying to run like the 100 meters in Olympics. Well, Val- Valentina, I don't think you're trying to be like a Michael Phelps swimmer right now, maybe. But the fact the- that those were actually our sports growing up, oh, yeah. Paula running really? and me swimming. Yeah. That's amazing. Actually, we are. We are. We wow. We're, we're that's pretty cool. You're yeah. on it. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take some points for that. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, but but. Aside from that, you know, and again, I love, I loved studying Steve Jobs. I wasn't really in agreement with what he, who he was as a person, but he said, if you take a look at everything around you, everything around us, this device that we're talking on, the microphone that I'm wearing, the, the things behind me was all created by people that are not much smarter than us. Let me repeat that. Everything around us that we see was all created by people that were not much smarter than us. So that means the only real divide is how much of a mental capacity you're willing to use up and how much of the creativity, how much of the other things that you're willing to kind of do and put into place because it's true. It really is true. And for people, I used to do this. Anybody that's doubting themselves, can I do it? This is such a great way to block or get rid of that mental block. Find somebody that's done exactly what you're doing or want to do. Study that person and tell me if that doesn't change your mind. Mm. I want to have the number one podcast, okay? Who has the number one podcast right now? 
uh, Joe yeah. Rogan, Lewis Howes, a few other people. Like, okay, what the heck do they do? You've heard Joe Rogan. Does he sound like this most super smart, intelligent guy? No, but he's got an amazing way to interview people. Go to some of his first stuff. What has he done? He's consistent. He's done. He's done this. He's, he's always all over the place. Now, am I saying you're going to be the next Rogan? No. But could you, like, if his success is, like, very top level, what if you landed in, you know, one-tenth of his company? Would you be wrong? Would you be upset at that? I mean, that would put you as, like, the top maybe 100 podcasts in the world, right? I mean, would you be upset with that? But, it, but it's like, learn if other people have done it. Get, this, get rid of this block that I can't do it. Same thing with finance. Same thing with your relationships. Same thing with your health. Simple. It's simple, guys. Right. It's possible. It's so yes. much more simple than we believe. Yeah, it's real. Yep. yep. Okay, last thing since we have been doing it. Uh, can we guess your zodiac sign? Uh, Sagittarius. Oh, no! Oh, I was going to guess that! Oh, no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> were, you guys supposed, were you guys supposed to get, Oh, no, I'm so sorry. I thought you said, tell us your zodiac sign. I'm so sorry. Uh, I like a true fire sign. Yeah, oh, my Pop God. I, uh, I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. You know, no, I love it. We've like, been having so many Sagittarius on so this podcast. We've been having so many Sagittarius yeah. I'm Aries, Paula's Leo. So we have, we, this is a fire, yeah, fire-dominated yeah. podcast. Fire we're, podcast. We're getting it. <laughs> We're getting it. We're getting it. Nice. Thank you so I, much, Jenny. What were you guys gonna guess though? Well, you know what? You saved us the the trouble of of dealing with the possibility of being wrong. So, what were you gonna? <laughs> I was thinking. I, I don't know, reason, man. At some point during the podcast, I was like Taurus. Ah, interesting. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. I've got would- that. I was thinking Cancer, just because you're so flowy with the way that you your essence feels. And um, just you feel like highly empathetic. Those were the things that were coming out. But I was like, there's something fiery in there. I feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. I'm. Yeah. I'm also. I'm a Vata. Well, I I don't know because I've I've been told I'm a Pitta, which I think I am. It's fiery constitution. Mm-hmm. But then my Vata side, the creativity side as well. So yeah, you're right. It is. There is fire. Absolutely, Valentina. Yeah. Well, Sag. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You guys are awesome. This was so much fun. This we love talking to you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. I've you know I got to get you guys on my pod, and then I'm happy to do more of these. These are amazing. Yes to that. Big big yes to all of that. We Uh, love that. Absolutely. We would love that. Yes. Thank you guys. You guys take care. And yeah, I mean, just anything else you guys need, let us know. And I hope this was valuable to the listeners and everybody. And the best thing I always like to say is, guys, you guys can hear us forever. But grab something that really caught you and run with it. Okay. Mm. The best thing you can do is get to action. Talk is so cheap. And I apologize because I know this is a podcast. <laughs> I have my own podcast as well. Talk is talk. Talk is it's real. It is, yeah. Talk is cheap until that talk can inspire you to take action. Yeah, yeah. These are all just right. like bits of knowledge yeah. until you decide to to do something yeah. with it fully. It's just like Cooney, where can, where can everyone find you? So, you guys can follow us on Instagram. We're at Uveda. I'm active there. Uveda.com. Y O U V E D A dot com. Y O U V E D A dot com. We're also I have my own YouTube channel as well. Uveda on there as well. Um, LinkedIn, we're everywhere, but go to the website and that'll take you to all the other distribution channels. And I believe we have a special 
coupon for all your listeners. If you guys use the, the coupon code PURPOSE, P-U-R-P-O-S-E, you guys get 35% off your first order. Mm, amazing. So, yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, and that includes you guys as well, Valentina. Oh, I will. Yeah. We're on it. <laughs> Beyond good, that. Good, good, good. Yes, awesome. Absolutely. Awesome. awesome. Thank you so much, Goonie. Send love to all of your family for us. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thanks, Goonie. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in with us, Pretty Mental Fam. That was a beautiful conversation. And thank you so much, Goonie, for being such generous of spirit. We have so many beautiful takeaways from that conversation. I feel so full of love and inspiration after that convo. It's so beautiful. Um, and just so touching to be able to connect with other humans who are really, really, truly committed to living their life from a heart-based place, regardless of what the system is doing, regardless of the things that we're taught to fear, uh, just really committing to living from a place of love and spreading that in our lifestyle, in our business, in our relationships, just all around. So that was awesome. Don't forget to tune in Mondays at 6 a.m. EST. We love you guys with our whole souls. Los queremos mucho. Los queremos mucho. Be kind to yourselves. And remember, all parts of you are welcome here. Forever and always. Peace out. Bye.